0: nation Well ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Wrestling Edition of the podcast. Today it's just me, the host, Darren Potts. I'm just going to give you some thoughts on WrestleMania. Obviously, we're coming up to the biggest event of the wrestling calendar next week. So where to start? Let's just get right into it. Night one, let's go through the matches. We have Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Cesaro is everybody's favourite workhorse kind of guy. Everyone wants him to get a push. Rollins has seemed to kind of transition a little bit from the main event to like one of those guys preparing people for the main event. It's going to be a really good match. Now, who should go over here? Cesaro, probably. Will Cesaro go over? I don't know. Um, I think Rollins might actually win this one. It's been a decent build. It hasn't been the greatest build, it hasn't been the worst, it's certainly not even close to being the worst for this year's Wrestlemania, Wrestlemania 37. Now, Wrestlemania in general this year, I don't feel there's really any build or any match that makes me like, wow, it's Wrestlemania. I feel like it's been a very rushed, a very thrown together card and it shows in the weekly television and in the build. As I said for this one, Cesaro Rollins, I've expected to kick off the show. I believe it's a night number one on Saturday. I think Rollins is going to win it. I think Cesaro should win it. But whatever happens here, it will be a very good match. Now before I go any further just give me a follow on Twitter at ThePotsCastWC and that way you won't miss anything that we do. And I'll be joined next week by my usual guests on the show giving you their thoughts on their favourite WrestleMania match ever. So that'll be one to look out for. Up next on night number one, so I believe it is Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I don't care. I've seen this in 2001 when Shane McMahon went against the Big Show. Braun Strowman with tree noises as he runs around the ring. 50-something probably by now. Shane McMahon is basically there as a crash dummy to get thrown about. Probably thrown off the top of the cage. Wow, we've seen it all before. Don't care. Braun Strowman should win. Moving on. Bad Bunny in the Miz. Bad Bunny, the hottest merchandise seller in WWE right now says a lot about probably the product and how over certain people are. The WWE online shop has been sold out of his merchandise more than once already against The Miz, who for some reason draws the ire of the internet wrestling community. I don't really know why. Um, I think he's good on the mic, he's reliable, he gets people over, he can float about between that mid card to just under the main event, in my opinion. He's obviously trusted by the company. He's extremely safe. He's never been injured or injured somebody in the ring. So we get The Miz versus Bad Bunny. I thought this would have been a tag team match with Bad Bunny and Priest versus The Miz and Jomo. But I have heard that um, Damian Priest has apparently been hurt. I think it might have been a broken nose, something along those lines. I'm not actually quite sure. So I think that probably is why this has changed. I think it'll be... More entertaining than probably what we think it's going to be. Um, Bad Bunny, in my opinion, will go over. I actually would have the Miz go over with some form of cheating. And Damian Priest and Bad Bunny chasing off the Miz and Jomo before hitting them with a few flashy moves. Or a big splash from the top rope or something like that from Bad Bunny. I think it would be very, very easy. Very, very quick. But I would expect a lot of overbooking in this scenario. Up next is a match which, in my opinion, is an absolute disaster for WrestleMania. The New Day as tag team champions against AJ Styles and Omos. Number one, why is AJ Styles in a tag team match? He's one of the best workers on the roster. Probably one of WWE's best workers in the last five to ten years. That's a big shout, but I would stand by that. AJ Styles should be in some type of marquee main event style match, even perhaps an open challenge to somebody on Smackdown, and then you have your little inter-promotional match with AJ versus somebody on Smackdown for talk's sake. But no, here we are. The Hurt Business dropped the tag team titles to the New Day. Again, I don't know why. Why The Hurt Business even broke up? Does anybody know? It seems rushed, it seems thrown together, it seems silly, it seems stupid. If you were going to go with AJ Styles, almost as a tag team you could have had the Hurt Business as tag champions they never lost the belts to the New Day for talk's sake New Day fade they've been cheated there's your Wrestlemania match AJ Styles comes out you guys have been fighting each other trading the titles or whatever nobody's getting anywhere me and my mate we want a title shot get us in and all of a sudden you've got a three team title shot which is a little bit more compelling Hurt Business are over, you've got Shelton and Cedric as champions walking into Mania, richly deserved for their work of the past year as part of the Hurt Business in a very poor year for wrestling during COVID, but you could even have those matches, or this match sorry, as a ladder match for Toxic a ladder match for the Raw Tag Team titles and you could have had almost do all the work, throw about everybody, AJ goes up, takes the belts, takes the glory, rubs it in everybody's face, he's the best Him and Omos are tag team champions. Could be a recurring theme for a period of time. Almost doing all the work. AJ getting the pin. Taking all the glory which inevitably leads to their feud. With Omos going over and thus a star is born. Very very simple. Very very easy booking. WWE decide to go a more traditional and boring route more or less. Now up next. In my opinion what should be. Let's word it this way should be the match before the main event. We have the current WWE champion, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. There's not really a great deal of buzz about this one. Um, we've seen it last year during the pandemic is one of the B-list pay-per-view matches and it didn't even mean event that um, after McIntyre beat Lesnar last year. I think Drew McIntyre is going to beat Lashley, win the belt, get his moment in front of fans However, with the Hurt Business, with how over Bobby Lashley is, I would have Lashley retain and go on some big crazy run until he drops the belt That say, SummerSlam to whoever. I would actually have Drew go on a bit of a run until next year and eventually you'll do Drew and Roman. Spoiler alert, I think Roman's going to retain. I would have him retain and I would have Drew and Roman on a collision course to next year's Mania. Yes, I would have Roman Reigns hold the belt that long, 100%. That's what I would do. What I think will happen is Drew McIntyre wins. Clean. One, two, three. Gets his big moment. I think the fans will actually boom a little bit because Bobby is very, very over right now. The, the the decision, the the split the hurt business, in my opinion, disaster. Like I said, there hasn't even been a great build for this. There's probably been, there actually, I'm not going to say probably, there was a better build for Sheamus and McIntyre at Fastlane. In my opinion, that should have probably been the WWE title match at WrestleMania, but I'm, I'm actually quite happy that Bobby's got himself involved there. They could have even done a triple threat or something. I don't know, but there doesn't seem to be very, very much fanfare about this one. And closing night one in the main event, in my opinion, what should close WrestleMania night one in the main event is Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. And the reason for this is very, very simple. If you're doing two nights of WrestleMania, the two winners of the Royal Rumble should close the show in the main event challenging for the title. That's it. That's the reason why this match should go on last. Now, granted, WrestleMania has always been one night and the last time the women closed the main event, there was that sort of botch, I guess, to end the main event and it probably didn't go down well. But it is it is what it is. You had Ronda Rousey there. If the women were ever going to close main event, it was then. But because you're doing two nights... I would give Banks and Air the main event slot in night number one. This build has been excruciatingly dreadful. To to be polite, you have Sasha Banks, one of the biggest stars of the COVID era, alongside Bailey. By the way, where is Bailey? This is a travesty. And um, there was talk of Bailey versus Michael Cole. I would have been up for that, but it should, if it was going to happen, it should open night one of Mania, and. If Bailey wins, Cole should be banned from WrestleMania both nights. And I think that would have sold tickets. That would have done everything because everybody hates Michael Cole because he's dreadful. Anyway, back to Banks and Belair. Banks, one of the biggest stars of the COVID era alongside Bailey, um, as part of like two belt Banks and two belts Bailey and all that sort of stuff. It was really good. Bianca Belair is a star. She is so charismatic on the microphone, she is so athletically gifted. They haven't showcased that whatsoever since she's won the Royal Rumble. They had a really cool documentary, I think it was a 24 or Day in the Life Off or something, about Bianca Bella right after the Rumble, and it was great. They have not capitalised on that at all. The writing has been dreadful. They've been friends. They've been, like, frenemies. They've, like, shaken hands, mutual respect, but we're going to fight for the title at Mania. Then they've kind of, like, slapped each other once, and then Banks wanted to kind of attack her from behind, be... Belair stopped there and said, "Ah, uh, let's wait till WrestleMania. There's no animosity really here. And you've had since January to build this, and it's been very, very poor. Like I said, winning the Royal Rumble, if you're doing two nights, the winner of the Rumble should close each night of WrestleMania, in my opinion. Dreadful build. Belair to go over, close the show, lift the title as night one of WrestleMania ends. Probably to a bit of a lackluster fail, if we're being totally honest. But I think that will be night one of WrestleMania. Night two of WrestleMania, a little bit more fun, I think. Albeit there is some stuff on here I could not care less about, which sort of keeps in tradition with night number one, considering Braun and Sheehan. However, here we go: Kevin Owens, Sami Z, and I really, really like both these guys. Kevin Owens is great. He's always been great. He's always been a great worker. He's been great on the mic, solid. You know what you're getting with Kevin Owens. He's good. Sami Zayn has been amazing since even before the pandemic last year, like running around Intercontinental title, where he was stroming it fastly and he beat for it, stuff like that. Really, really good fun. He's outstanding on the microphone. They missed a trick at the Royal Rumble. He should have came in number one, two, three, four, somewhere around there and stayed in till like the last two or three, hiding Sitting at commentary, talking on commentary, running backstage, hiding from people before eventually being in the ring and being chucked out and going nuts about conspiracy. His conspiracy angle has been amazing. The directors and people following about with cameras is great. Logan Paul is here, of course. Logan Paul, in my opinion, will probably cost Sami Zayn the match, thus adding to the conspiracy theory stuff. That goes on. I would expect a very fun match between KO and Sami Zayn, two best friends who've worked together all over the world, all through the Indies, and now they're getting to do it at WrestleMania. I think there was probably nothing for either of them creatively, and they've just been like, here, can we just go against each other type thing? And we'll get to that with a couple of the other quick rush matches that have been put together. And I think when you're looking at everyone who's available that doesn't have a match, Owens and Zayn have probably pushed to be put together at WrestleMania. And fair enough, whatever. It's going to be a good, decent match. I'm going to go for Kevin Owens winning via Logan Paul, turning on Zayn and siding with Owens. That is my prediction for that one. Like I said, up next, there's always something in WrestleMania you don't care about. Night one, it was Shane and Braun. Night two, it's The Fiend versus Randy Orton. The Fiend has been set on fire. He's back looking like a character from Goosebumps way back in the day. A character um, maybe a little bit like Scarecrow in the Batman comics. Alexa Bliss and her dreadfully bad acting is here. Randy Orton is vomiting up what looks like pen ink. I I don't really know what's going on. This is dreadful. Everything about it is dreadful. I would... Expect a cinematic match, one that hopefully doesn't last more than three minutes because that allows me to go to the toilet and then get some food and then come back and it'll be done. But I'm going to go for the Fiend winning against Randy Orton and we all move on and hopefully we never see the Fiend ever again. But could Randy Orton win and the Fiend be gone forever? Do we dare to dream? No, we don't. Going to go for the Fiend win. Orton puts him over. It'll be the second time that Wyatt and Orton have fought at WrestleMania, and this for the second time, nobody cares. Dreadful. Moving on, we have talked about other matches on the card that don't really mean anything or kind of rushed, thrown together. Andre the Giant Battle Royal, we know is going to be on the SmackDown before WrestleMania. They're called at WrestleMania SmackDown. I would assume, also, before we get there, actually, though. WWE SmackDown tag titles are in a field of four-way on that SmackDown WrestleMania SmackDown again. Who cares? Tag titles should be on the main card. The fact that they're not is an embarrassment. You've got AJ Styles and almost not even a real tag team. They've never had a tag match together, as far as I'm aware, and they're challenging for them in Night One. Yet SmackDown has legitimate teams challenging for tag titles, and it's on SmackDown. Don't know who comes up with this. Dreadful. I'd expect the women's tag titles to probably be added to that WrestleMania SmackDown thing via social media. Um, I would try and throw Bailey and Carmella together just to get them on somewhere because I don't really have that much of an interest in Basler and Jax versus Lana and and whoever Lana's is it Mandy Rose uh, or Mandy Rose and Dana? I don't really know what's happening right now. And then Natty and Tamina floating about really don't care. Awfully booked. Awful, awful, awful writing, creativity. Everything is dreadful around the women's tag team titles. No fault of the talent. The writing is horrific. Another match quickly thrown together. Riddle versus Sheamus. Riddle. Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. Call them Riddle. Ridiculous. Um, Sheamus, one of my personal favourites. Great in the ring. Great look. Built like a tank. Always works hard. Physical. Looks great. Talks great. Great. Fan favourite to an extent. People seem to like him. He loves wrestling. He loves the craft. He takes great pride in it. His day off documentary around Fastlane was great. I'm going to go for Sheamus winning the United States title. Quite convincingly in the end. But I would expect a very physical match here. I think both guys like this or throw their weight about to an extent. I'm going go for Sheamus winning this one. It's a quick build over two weeks. Sheamus probably deserved a little bit more given his work withdrew from around Christmas right up to fast lane but here we are suppose lifting, the, lifting a title at Mania is I suppose a nod to your work but I thought Seamus could and should have been using something a bit bigger another one a imagine we've seen like 6,000 times in the last number of weeks actually with Seamus and Riddle to go back to that we've seen that two weeks ago on Raw now it's on a Mania card we just literally seen it what's different? You know, you're giving it away for free on Raw now it's on your main show ugh Awful. Big E versus Apollo Crews. We've seen this at Fastlane. We've seen it on Smackdown three, four, five times. Big E's won every one. I'd expect Apollo Crews to have his moment and win the Intercontinental title in a Nigerian drum fight. Whatever that is. I I don't know. I guess there'll be people around the ring with drums and stuff and someone's head will go through a drum. All that sort of jazz. I'm Going to go for Apollo Crews to win the Intercontinental title. I think it's for his second time. Um, or was that the US title that he was trading last year I don't even remember anymore who cares but Apollo Crews to me is going to go over here and he seems to be going on a push by the way he actually does have a Nigerian heritage which is great and I'm all for him embracing that as part of his character but you don't need to try and speak like a Nigerian we know that it's your dad or your granddad that was Nigerian so maybe just be normal and say it's like a nod to X you know what I mean but hey you am I? Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Again, no build whatsoever. We have Rhea Ripley, who looks like a star, walks like a star, acts like a star, had the best match on last year's WrestleMania with Charlotte Flair. It's been way too long since she, since they waited to bring her up to the main roster. Then it seems like they kind of just threw this very much together, given what happened with Charlotte Flair. Will Charlotte Flair end up being part of this match, costing someone in this match? I don't know. Who Knows really what's going to happen? Oscar has been an afterthought since she won the title back around late last summer, September time. Um, she's great, she should have been involved in Warren TV. I know she's been injured, she was involved as sort of part of the backstory, I guess, with Charlotte Flair. Um, while Charlotte feuded with Lacey Evans in quite possibly the worst feud since Triple H Key and Katie Vick. And I stand by that statement, it was dreadful. So, Oscar, your women's tag team title was playing second fiddle to someone who was angry at another woman who apparently was flirting with her dad. That's all we'll say, flirting, I suppose. Her dad, who's about 80 and should probably be at home because of COVID and all that stuff. Anyway, Oscar, Rhea Ripley, I'm going to go for Rhea Ripley winning, getting her moment as the Raw Women's Champion. Could be very underwhelming. Very poor build, very quick, very rushed together. I think we'll put on a decent match. I think oscar will do the job and put Rhea over. But there's not going to be too much happening coming out of it, given everything that has, I suppose, happened in the build-up, which is nothing. So yeah, there we go. Finally, the main event of night number two of WrestleMania. Roman Reigns, Edge, Daniel Bryan. Is every major star that comes back gonna be overshadowed by Daniel Bryan? We had Batista way back in twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen came back. WB per creativity wise, made a hail. He should have be or made him a face. Sorry, he should have came back as a hail. All that sort of stuff. Daniel Bryan during the sort of yes movement because of the crowd. I guess the reactions how poorly Orton Batista was received, made his way into the main event through beating Triple H in the opener, and all that stuff, really good moment, really good WrestleMania, by the way, WrestleMania 30. really good fun. But here we are again, almost a similar story, to a degree. Daniel Bryan put on a really good match with Roman Reigns at Fastlane, probably the WWE's match of the year so far. It was excellent. Um, Roman had him beat, ref was unconscious. Daniel made Roman tapped shortly after that, thus thinking he deserves a title shot at WrestleMania. All very good. Edge has been amazing since transitioning to heel, since cutting really good promos on the microphone, and even it actually stands out more now, because very few people can cut really good promos. So Edge's promos are elevated even more by comparison. Roman has been doing some amazing work since he came back and won the belt. But because of the Daniel Bryan sort of like Yes, 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 he's back and he's he wants his title and all this sort of stuff. And Edge sort of switching from face to heel and being upset with Daniel Bryan Roman kind of feels a little bit of an afterthought, which is very strange. But I'm looking forward to this one. This is probably the only match which I feel is WrestleMania caliber. Um, I still don't feel it's like, wow, WrestleMania caliber. It's not Rock Austin. It's not Taker Shawn. It's not Rock Cena. It's not um, Hogan Warrior, but it's it's probably the one of the best matches that they could do right now. And I am looking forward to it. I'm going to say that Roman retains the title. There's been too much around Edge, too much around Daniel Bryan and those two guys. I think Roman will retain his title at the expense of Daniel Bryan. I think we'll be in for a very okay WrestleMania overall when you consider putting both cards together. There'll be some good matches, which isn't hard to do anymore you know you watch any nxt pay-per-view there's loads of good matches on it the work the athletic athletically the work in wrestling right now is probably better than it's ever been before which is why good matches happen all the time and loads of people have really cool moves but there's very little investment here there's very little stuff done by creative to get fans invested in this card, in my opinion. This is very much a, oh, I'm going to watch it because I like wrestling and it's Wrestlemania time. That's the feeling for this Wrestlemania card. I put a lot of it down to Vince, put a lot of it down to the creativity, to the creative teams on both sides, Raw and Smackdown. It's been quite poor. I am looking forward to sitting on the couch, watching some wrestling, chatting to the guys and the mates on WhatsApp and seeing what people are putting up on Twitter. But as for a build, this WrestleMania has been very, very poor. But that's my predictions. That's what I'm thinking. Let me know what you think. Reach out at the podcast WC. I'm Darren Potts. This has been fun. I've just been banging off my thoughts at WrestleMania this year. So, yep. Thanks, guys. Follow me Twitter at the podcast WC and tune in next week. Cheers. All the best.